So here we are, Series 2, Episode 5, What Brings People to Valencia and More. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This month we decided we're going to record the podcast outside, so you can hear the background, um, a lot of birds chirping away in the background. Um, hope it doesn't spoil your enjoyment, you won't hear it in the insects later on, uh, but it was a nice day to come out onto the terrace. Anyway, this month we have a bit of a bumper edition of the podcast with a discussion about what brought us to Valencia, what brings clients to Valencia and what people appreciate about the city and the region compared to wherever they lived before. There's so much to appreciate here of course, I once wrote an article of 112 reasons to move here, but it's interesting to hear what brought people here because not everyone has the same story. In fact, a lot of the stories are very different. Firstly though, let's look at what's happening in Valencia and then the last month of blog posts and the latest news from the market in Valencia. So, Valencia has been announced as the European Green Capital for 2024. There was a prize of 600,000 euros to help fund the projects proposed in the event and it was based on the increase of green infrastructure and the promotion of urban biodiversity, the climate mission and energy efficiency, sustainable mobility and the recovery of public space and sustainable food linked to the Horta, which is the area that surrounds Valencia providing it with salad vegetables, tiger nuts, oranges, almonds and a hell of a lot more. The European Commission's Green Capital Award recognises and rewards local efforts to improve the environment, and thereby the economy, and the quality of life in its cities. The award's given each year to a city which is leading the way in environmentally friendly urban living. Valencia's local government has been heading this way for years now, with more and more sustainable projects and its goal to be a net zero tourist destination sooner, rather than, let's call it, too late. Getting around Valencia continues to be cheaper with public transport tickets been reduced in price. The Bonobus, Summa tickets and more have been brought down in price and for young people they're totally free. When you add this to the free tickets on Renfe for season tickets then you can see why it makes sense to get around using public transport in and around the city rather than using your own car. We've done our usual weekly blog post this month, and despite us not yet having the definitive post on craft beers, yes, the research is difficult on that one, we've been very happy with the posts. First, we looked at what has been the most popular posts, properties, and podcasts, the three Ps, on our websites. This is important because it allows us to tailor the offers and the content we make for our market. It was interesting to note that the older posts talking about different districts in Valencia, and the posts I did about international schools in Valencia, were the most popular. This shows the type of people that are looking for at our pages, families relocating to Valencia and wanting to live in the city. Also interesting was that the third most popular post was about how much a modernisation might cost, and that shows that our message is getting through that it's always better to buy a place with good bones in the right area and modernise it to your own specifications, rather than buying the turnkey apartment, because for many people with specific requirements, that turnkey apartment, well, it might not exist. Our most popular podcasts were about getting ready to purchase and how to prepare. Modernizations again, and why we love American clients, as well as the things we love and hate about living in Valencia. Honestly, there's not that much to hate, there's quite a lot to love. Regarding the most popular properties, the interesting thing to note is that they were all in the city. City apartments and houses get a lot more love than stuff outside the city, and this reflects in our sales, which are 80% city properties and 20% outside. 
Therefore, we'll continue to list more properties in the city without forgetting those of you who want to live in the surrounding towns and villages. There's only one proviso uh, on that, is that sometimes the photos of the city apartments are terrible. We've been on about this before. Agents don't provide photos, and when they do, they're not usually good. The post that got the most traction this month talked about the best neighbourhoods in Valencia. And of course it got the most traction because those whose neighbourhoods weren't included went into bat for their hoods and told us that there are more nice places in Valencia than those we listed. La Faidia was mentioned a lot and also Numoles amongst others. So maybe we should include those. Then again, the more we include, the fewer there are left that aren't on the list. And there weren't that many that weren't on the list. Our next post was all about how to add value to your Valencia property, especially for those thinking of selling their property, or those looking to maximise the value of what they are thinking of selling, or even buying then flipping. And finally, we talked about the rental crisis in Valencia. It's a difficult situation for those wanting to rent before they buy, those looking to spend a year in a city, and of course, those people wanting to rent a property long term. The situation is pretty dire at the moment, but the opportunity is there for anyone looking to invest and earn some money on their investment. We gave the example of a 6% return and what you should be looking for and gave examples of how few rentals are available at each price point on the market. If you're interested in knowing more then check out the link in the show notes. Same with the other blog posts. Regarding the latest news on the market I have to say that the rise in interest rates and the impending supposed economic crisis is not yet being felt. Good price properties continue to be snapped up and we are even seeing stuff we have refused to list as it is well overpriced also being sold. Just this week though, we got two offers accepted on two properties that we think were excellently priced which just demonstrates that there is value to be had in the market. No negotiation on price, just go for it, they were really good value. We're continuing to see huge numbers of visitors looking to buy Valencia property and we've just had a week with a large increase in the number of inquiries from potential future clients as other parts of the world continue to be like a clown car show. I'm looking at you UK of course. The main part of the podcast today is what brings people to Valencia. So as usual, I sent out the back call to our clients and asked them why they were first attracted to Valencia. What is it that made them first fall in love with the city and the region? I also asked our staff about what first brought them to Valencia, some years ago in every case, and what they appreciate about living here. Take a listen. We have some voice notes, some interviews, and some text messages that I read out. If there's a defining feature, well, I'll leave you to work that out, but I have some things to say after this section. We'll start with Dave, who you may have heard before on this podcast. Okay, so as we said, the main part of the podcast is about what brings people to Valencia. So we asked a lot of people, we got some voice notes coming up, and we also got Dave here today. So what brought you to Valencia originally, Dave? Okay, uh, well, I wanted something different from life, I guess. So my father was a lawyer and I could have followed that path and studied law and carried on in the same town where I would grown up and probably still be there. But I moved into catering, uh, worked in bars and restaurants around the West Midlands, uh, relief management, and then eventually found my way to Warwickshire, worked in a hotel, which seemed to have a lot of Spanish staff. And my wife, my current wife is... Uh, current one? With a, yeah, my existing wife. Uh, she went for some work experience to improve her English. This is 22, 23, 24 years ago now almost. And we got together and because she needs to come back to Valencia for the exams, she's an English teacher or a civil servant in a state school. 
I decided to give it a go and I would say, well, I came for six months and 22 years later I'm still here. So what was it that you actually liked when you first came over? Well, it's such an outdoor lifestyle and you're not bound to being in your property or your apartment or your house and you can go out all the time because it's a lot cheaper obviously even just to go for a coffee to go for a quick drink you don't really meet in people's homes somebody will come round you come round we'll talk about work and we always pop down to the bar downstairs or the coffee shop just because it's nice to be able to sit outside and you don't feel cooped up uh, the blue sky and because you can spend 10-11 months outside I mean, we're sitting outside now and it's 1st of November and it's 24 degrees I think this afternoon yeah it was too warm yeah it was definitely too warm this afternoon it's warm in the day but it's nice at night and we can still sit here and it's uh, the clocks have just changed but it's not dark and it's actually oh it's quite refreshing and, and good to be outside uh -huh. so what what do clients tell you that is the first thing that they noticed about Valencia why are they here in general a lot of people mention the blue sky. I know you used to do the Valencia blue hashtag thing on Instagram, I think it was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the light and it's just the, oh, it's so relaxed and you don't feel, you can sit out and you can go out late at night and you don't feel threatened and you can be in the city, you can be in any part of, of Valencia and not really feel like, oh, we better get out of here because it's getting too late. It's, it's very welcoming and the family system or the community that you you if you raise children like like we both have it's it's nice to bring them into that environment rather than oh we can't go there and we can't go here and we can't go anywhere else we've been on holiday this year that's some kids that, that's some now. kids in the background yeah. because this is my garden <laughs> being on holiday this year and, and we've been to the united states we went to england as well if from six or seven in the evening it's kind of frowned upon if you go out with your children whereas here it's they're out till 12, 1, 2 in the morning. Yeah, so if you don't take your kids, it's like, oh, worry kids, yeah. worry kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the things I get, especially with American clients recently, is that everyone mentions that they, they're sick of the car. Uh, the car culture in the States is just so ingrained that they come here and they say, I don't want to have a car. I don't want to have a car. I just want to be able to walk everywhere, get on the bus, get on the bike or whatever. Well, that's the big thing about Valencia that we forget as well, that it's only, we keep talking about the dimensions, six by eight kilometers or something like yeah. that. And we do... Generally, when we do viewings with clients, we don't have to rely on a car unless we're moving from neighborhood to neighborhood. And you can walk probably half an hour from the center to the outskirts of the city. And that's as far as you're gonna walk, really. It's, yeah, it's, if, you, if you start by the beach, you know, you go as far as you can west hmm. from the beach, it's gonna take you just over an hour to be out of the city. That's yeah. it. You know, that's as far as you can go, eight kilometers. The thing is with the rising petrol costs as well, I'm using the the public transport a lot more now and there's a lot more incentives as well for people to use the buses and the metro system mm -hmm. up until Christmas I think there's a discount if you're under a certain age or you've got student cards you can have free transport and it's it's becoming very much a greener city than it was and the bike lanes and also because it's flat it's very easy to get around full stop yeah they've just put the prices of the Bono bus and the uh, the Suma card down as well hmm. which is quite useful I think it's six euros for the Suma, which is the metro and the bus. Yeah, it's like ten, uh, that's ten one. journeys, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you're looking at 60 cents a journey, which is ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 150 if you have to pay on the day, but it's still not a massive amount, is it, you know, to, mm -hmm. to get around and you can stay on the bus from A to Z basically and go all the way around and come back on yourself for, for mm -hmm. very little. Yeah, I think that one of the other things that we often find with people is like they're escaping from something else as well. 
and Valencia just looks good on so many levels compared with where they're coming from in a lot of states. And we're, we're talking about people who are coming from rich cities and that, but they're just sick of it. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, especially obviously Brexit Britain and previously Trump America. Yeah, I mean, if you come with a with a, a positive outlook, you're going to enjoy being here, and you have to kind of embrace some of its. You know, some of it's a red tape sometimes, or it's a bit weird. If you know, I always say you need some basic Spanish to just kind of work through the system slightly, and just uh, and you, it's going you benefit from that as well because the culture here is is off the charts. If if you decide not to, or you you think you don't need Spanish, you you're probably not going to enjoy it as much as you will if you do learn the language. Well, the thing about it is, I mean. I would miss so many things if I didn't know any Spanish, hmm. the things that were going on, because they, they're not advertised in English anywhere. Yeah. You just see them. And saying that, knowing Spanish after 20 odd years, I still miss loads of things, because yeah, there's so much on. Yeah, it's, it's good to get a network of people as well, because you will get the locals who say, oh, I bet nobody's told you about this place, or oh, this isn't usually on the tourist guides, but let's go and do this. And there's lots mm -hmm. of activities that I wouldn't say they're. Yeah, the they're sausage just, festival, the yeah, cheese festival, yeah, but, yeah. the biggest medieval market in Europe, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's not just for the locals, but it is kind of slightly off the radar. And you go, oh, blimey, I'm glad I know so and so because I never would have heard of this otherwise. And that goes, that, I mean, we've been doing this for a long time as well. So, you know, talking about investors earlier, of chatting about work as we usually do is looking at different areas and people are saying oh I never really thought of that area so it's good that you get some local knowledge I guess or you it's good to get a, a good network of people behind you as well well I, I was out the other day I went to Alaquas which I pronounced wrongly at Alaquas when I, mm -hmm. when I spoke to me so he said no it's Alaquas because he's got a friend who lives there and I get there and it's like a big town and it's like six kilometers away from Valencia it's right yeah. on the edge of the city more or less yeah and you go this is really nice I've never been. I've had no reason in my life to go there yeah, ever. We were in uh, Aldea as well a couple of weeks ago with a client looking at investments, and we walked through the main square, and it's really pretty. And you go, oh, it's mm -hmm. a big town as well. There's lots of businesses out there. There's a big trade and estate as well. So there's certainly a demand for for property and for rentals as well. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have Steve Law. Hi, I'm Steve, and I first visited Valencia back in 2010 on a visit from Madrid. I was immediately struck by the palm tree lined boulevards, the incredible Turia riverbed, and how green the city felt. Um, the warm weather and the quite controversial Ciencias de las Artes. Uh, that was um, one of the few things that uh, I had mixed feelings about on my arrival. I had been living in Madrid for some months after migrating from uh, England and the impact Valencia had on me was to be both profound and enduring. It wasn't until 2017 that I first moved to Valencia and the first year in the city was both exciting and challenging. Meeting expats was pretty easy uh, due to so many different social groups and there was a whole bunch of sport and leisure opportunities uh, including some fabulous tennis courts in Malvarosa and a bunch of paddle courts all over the city. There's an incredible uh, main beach that's very well maintained and rarely busy save the summer months and a whole plethora of bars and restaurants to suit all tastes and uh, I might add at very affordable prices. 
I really love the mix of uh, the different sort of gentrified areas and others with a more Pueblo type feel. Um, Work-wise, I first of all ran fitness classes in the Turia and a little later I worked in an international school as a full-time secondary teacher, um, which had a strong community feel and uh, a diverse mix of nationalities. Um, when we were looking for a flat um, uh, of our initial bus budget, it, it, it wasn't especially easy, although with a bit of patience and assistance, we found a decent sized two bed flat just 15 minutes walk from the beach and a short bike bike ride to the Turia uh, riverbed. Uh, it, it really suited us actually. Um, one of the biggest attractions of Valencia remains um, the ease of getting around the city. Um, you can get anywhere in sort of 20 minutes by, by bike um, or, or maybe even less. Uh, the fact you can wear t-shirts for and, and shorts for eight to nine months of the year. Um, and so many things are, are either cheap or really good value for money here. And um, uh, the quality of life here is, uh, I think, very difficult to beat. The next one I get to read out as if it was a note rather than a voice note. This is from Odo. He said, You know our background includes the year we spent in Alicante six years ago now. To answer your two-part question, you have to know that it is the context background behind our answer to a large extent. What first attracted us to Valencia specifically was the fact that the city would offer more educational options for our son and more employment opportunities for my wife and myself than Alicante did. Knowing we wanted to stay in the southeastern coastal area of Spain, I would say those two factors are the primary reasons for our attraction to the city. Beyond that, the fact that the city has a vibrant city centre, beautiful surroundings, beaches and elevation, as well as access to the regional attractions we enjoyed during our time in Alicante. Examples of these regional attractions include great golf courses, amazing wineries and plenty of small towns to explore and enjoy. As we've explored Valencia a little more, we think the live music concert scene will be something we will enjoy as well. Paul is next, first appearance on the podcast, but many of you will have already met Paul if you've visited this year. I first moved to Valencia in 1998. I stayed here for three months. It was, um, I was just young, fancied like leaving home for a while, traveling around, seeing how I handled myself. And uh, I kept in touch with a few people over here, so I moved back home. Uh, then in 2001 I had the opportunity to come back over and I took a job in an Irish bar with the plan being that I stick around here for a few months more, maybe even a year and then move on and travel around. Uh, that never happened though, uh, I was happy enough here from the start and I've been here ever since, it's been 21 years now, I'm well settled, I have my family here, um, I think if I was like if I had to move back home now tomorrow, for example, I'd say I'd really struggle. You know, there's certain places where it's kind of like you work Monday to Friday and you're living for the weekend and that's it. And Valencia is not really like that. It's a lot more laid back, I think. Uh, just the pace of life. I'm I'm really happy here. Same as everywhere after a while. Like um, there's there's positives and negatives. To the place, but I think the positives far away the negatives, to be honest. Uh, yeah, 
don't plan on leaving here anytime soon anyway. Mark bought his first couple of places with us last year. Let's hear what he says. Hey, Valencia property, Mark here. Um, so I was living with my wife um, in Barcelona and the protests hit and the locals were just so unfriendly and petty crime was out of control. And so we had a friend who um, had a rental place in Gandia and we came down and started exploring the whole area. Spent a few days in Valencia and fell in love with it and felt fell in love with the um, accessibility the friendliness although it's touristy not like you know costa del sol and now we've um building a life there so it's uh quite a place with the beach and the mountains i think um having a city but a city that's so livable like valencia is um truly amazing so that's what brought us there thanks guys Another Dave, Dave Carter, sent me a note, so here is his experience. Okay, so as you know, I'm not living there yet, but based on the trips I've made over so far, Valencia City is incredibly rich in culture, amazing food and street life, and superb public transport, and they're the standouts for me. It's a great city to cycle around, and the wider Valencia community, Antiñent, Serra Mariola National Park, etc., is great for more serious cyclists with longer, more challenging options galore. As you might guess, Dave likes bikes and goes cycling regularly. The next note we got was from Bart. Bart said, I found the city through the TV series El Embarcadero. We've been looking to move to Spain with our kids for quite a while, but no place seemed to tick all of the boxes. Valencia did. Good climate, good connection to the rest of Europe, great food, nature, mountains and sea, lots of options for outdoor activities, a bit off the beaten path, affordable, and after three years living here, I'm still happy every single day with the decision we took a few years ago. This is, of course, the heavily reduced version of things. I think one of the first things I bumped onto was one of your blogs. It definitely had a huge influence on our decision. Cheers. You will have heard Gav on the pub before, so here is his experience. In short. Why Valencia? Well, initially we went to Asturias. My girlfriend had been there for six months before I could get out there. But as soon as I arrived, she said, well, we're going to the Mediterranean because the weather in Asturias is like Ireland. So I suppose you could say I came for the weather, but we stayed for the easy pace of life, safe streets, it's a great place to bring up kids, people's non-judgmental attitude to daytime drinking, and of course, free healthcare. What more could you ask for? Eugene has his own podcast here in Valencia through the Valencia Life magazine, which he edits. Listen to what he says. Hi, Graham. Uh, you asked why did I choose Valencia? It's a great question. I decided two and a half years ago, well, three years ago now, I guess, that I would move to Spain. And I was debating where in Spain to go and scratching my head. I didn't particularly want to go to Costa del Sol or Costa Brava or Benidorm or anywhere like that or even um, or, or the Costa Blanca of course and I had kind of decided against Madrid and then I was debating Seville 
And then I got chatting to my good friend, Annie Bennett, who I think you know, who is the Spain expert for Daily Telegraph travel. And she said to me, have you been to Valencia? And funny enough, I hadn't been to Valencia. And she said, why didn't you go and have a visit? And uh, I have an idea that you'd fit in well in an area called Ruzafa. So I came here in December 2019 with my friend Richard Simpson, a showbiz journalist, for a few days and fell in love with the place simply. We came in December and it was a hot spell where we were having al fresco meals in our t-shirts and uh, we discovered the river and the marina and around the old historic center and I just completely fell in love. Saw a flat that I took and I went back to London, booked a lorry and moved all my stuff over here and I love it. And I tried to reflect that with my website, valencialife.es and our podcast also called Valencia Life. And we, well, I love living here and wouldn't go back. Next, we have Ian. Ian first experienced Valencia when working there, great locations for fashion photography and just loved the city. He kept in touch with a Valenciano colleague, had a few holidays and then eventually bought an apartment in La Thaidia. Yes, La Thaidia again. He loves the Jardín de Turia Park, the beaches, excellent public transport, the restaurants, the Barrio del Carmen and the festivals and events. And he says, the people are amazing. Magenta said, um, I'd probably say the thing that most attracted me to Valencia, um, well, when I say this, it's probably, I was quite biased in choosing the city because when I was younger, I spent several years living out there and attending school. And as you know, my parents have lived there um, several times on and off over my lifetime. So I've visited quite a few times. Um, but if I had to give an answer, I'd probably say, I love the fact that you've got the city feel, but then you've also got the beach just there as well. Hence why um, we chose La Cabana. Um, the location's great in our opinion because, you know, it's just a, a quick metro ride in to the city. And then you've got the beach literally on your doorstep. Um, and I love the culture. Um, Fias is definitely one of my favourite things. Um, I think until you've experienced it, you can't quite explain to someone how amazing it is. Um, and I'll be completely honest, probably the prices um, were one of the top things that attracted me. The fact that um, being the third biggest city in Spain, I think I'm correct in saying that, um, third biggest city in Spain, the prices were quite low and it's just, you know, the market there is getting bigger and bigger, prices are going up and up. So we wanted to jump on board while we could. Um, again, La Cabana now, where we've bought, is so popular so we're really glad that we got in there when we did um i love the fact that all the places that used to be a bit rough and ready are now up and coming um so again you could get somewhere really cheap um and then yeah make a lot of money on it hopefully one day so yeah i'd say that that did attract me to it but yeah 100 percent, i love the culture um obviously the food the people just yeah overall really lovely city so that's it I think you'll agree that it's not usually career opportunities that bring people to Valencia. It's not the cash and bling thing, it's lifestyle and value for money. So many people mentioning that it's an easy place to live. It is. Now if we could only magic up a load of rental places for people to live in initially. I 
and you can see our recommendations as usual in the show notes. We have a recommended video, a recommended article and some recommended properties. Just take a click on each one of them and see what you think. They're all quite good. Incidental music in this episode was supplied by Kevin McLeod and also Ghost Drones. Thanks for that. And if you want to get in touch, remember you can get in touch with us in various ways. You can always try information at valenciaproperty.com if you are interested in um, the usual email. Remember that's valencia-property.com. Um, you can get in touch by WhatsApp. My WhatsApp is 0034-657-994311. Just let me know that you heard me on the podcast and you would like some information, and I'll get back in touch with you as soon as possible. And of course, there are plenty of other ways to get in touch with us until Elon Musk destroys Twitter. I'm still on Twitter at Greyhunt, that's G-R-A-H-U-N-T, and my DMs are open, as they say. Just slide in there and let us know what you're thinking about. So until next month, Make sure you listen to our podcast, make sure you read our blog, and make sure you keep an eye on the site for all of the new properties we've got listed. We might start to put some more up without many photos, because as we can't get photos, let's just use our brilliant descriptions. So, until next time, it's bye from me, and bye from the Valencia Property Team.